my next guest, best friend of mine for 42 years and has been for many, many years the best defense attorney in the country. He's on this show weekly because he's great. He's my buddy Joseph Takapina. Joseph, good Friday morning. How are you, pal? I'm great. I mean, I, I, I could have walked home from Madison Square Garden to Westport last night. I was so <laughs> excited. I mean, and by the way, I heard you. I didn't say it was the most important hockey game I've ever been to. I said it was the best hockey game. Yeah, I've ever silly. Been to. I mean, they went. The, you you sat incredible. there for like three hours. I couldn't score a goal. Yeah, but you know, to, to, I've never seen a goal scored at 19 minutes and 59 seconds. I know that's point true. Five. Yeah, point five. I mean, there was less than a second. Well, it would have been great then if you would have just shown up in like uh, with two minutes left in the game, and then that would have been great. You should, you should have taken my offer. <laughs> I wanted night, to believe me when I moved back into the city this week. You've seen my house. What a mess that is. Yeah, I know, I know. But, but I appreciate I the offer. You, but listen. The garden was never as loud. I, I don't have a voice, as you can probably hear, but the garden was never as loud as it was last night. At oh, they're great. Uh, I was there last Tuesday for the comeback win over Carolina when the Rangers scored three unanswered yeah. in the third period. The garden faithful for the Rangers. They're top-notch. I know you're there. You've got season tickets. So that was a great win last night. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But we have to get to the, uh, the Tacopino week because you called me very, very, very early on Tuesday morning. I was scared to death. I'm like, oh, my God, now what? Very early on, on Tuesday morning, and it turned out to be a very interesting and exciting two days in the life of Joe Tacopina. I don't want to tell the listening audience, you need to do that. What happened on Tuesday and Wednesday? Um, I had good workouts both days. I had uh, <laughs> I ate well. And, um, you know, I, the, the wheels of justice continued to spin properly, and I was really happy with that, Sid, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you left out uh, one little important part, somebody you may have seen over that uh, two-day period. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, as you, as you know, as some other people have found out, I spent two days in Mar-a-Lago um, with the president, and it was very, very interesting. Uh, the president, his son, uh, Eric, and uh, some others, and it was it was terrific. I mean, I'm speaking to him, and and Eric and, and others about um, stepping in to help him in one of his litigations. I, I really obviously can't get into it now until I'm there. Um, but uh, no, it, it was it was it was fascinating, and I got to tell you, very impressive. Well, man, let me ask you: You're a big time New York guy. Oh, kidding aside, I'm not blowing. You're a big time New York guy. You've represented a lot of big time folks: Alex Rodriguez, Leo DiCaprio, Lilo Brancato, all these famous people. But had you ever met or spent any real time with President Trump before? You know, I, I don't recall if I met him like 20 years ago when he was just, you know, a real estate mogul. Um, I, I, we had connections, and he mentioned that to me, but I don't I don't recall. I mean, you know, Sean Hannity is one of my, my close friends and was a client also, and Sean and the president are very, very close. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I met him through Sean. I'm talking about years and years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, but, no, I've had no significant contact with him in the last Two decades, really. What's um, funny is, you know, he was on this show with me and Bernard when we first took over for IMIS back in 2018. Our first show doing uh, our first week doing mornings, the president one year into his into his presidency came by. He's not been back since. But many years before that, I would see and talk to him all the time. He was on my sports shows with Scott Kaplan. Uh, Mike Tyson fights in Vegas. He was on often. My dad actually had season tickets to the New Jersey Generals. We saw Doug Flutie and Brian Sipe and Herschel Walker play football in New Jersey. So I go back a long ways with the president. And anytime I have spoken to him, he's been so charming and so glib and, and all that stuff. And is that what you took away Tuesday and Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, look, obviously there's a level of charisma there that that's, 
hard to describe. I mean, when you when you're with him in person, I mean, he's obviously a very confident individual and and, and a good storyteller. And you know, it's it's so it was that was fascinating, of course. But also, there's there's you know, legal matters, and and there's one in particular, and we're talking about the AG case in in, in New York, where and I've been on your show, Sid, before I even spoke to anyone from the Trump organization about that case. And I ripped that case because it, it is clearly coming from a political opponent, someone who campaigned on trying to get Trump before she had any any access, any evidence about Trump. Right. Um, and but the case is 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 one of the most frivolous I've seen, and uh, it's something I'm very very interested in speaking to him about and, and helping him with. So um, we'll see. Um, we'll see where that goes. Well, um, if he's smart, and I know he is, very very smart. He's going to hire you because you'd be the best at this. So we're going to put you on hold for two seconds, Joe. Sure. The, uh, you know, the president got into trouble for something that the current president did as well. I wonder what that means, you know, moving forward with both of these guys. The Joe Biden document story and another brutal attack in New York. And once again, the Manhattan DA, a sweetheart deal for the bad guy. How does that make sense? The best defense attorney in the country. Friend of mine for 42 years, the great Joseph Takapina. He'll be back right after this. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Elvis Presley for you the day after we find out his daughter Lisa Marie passed away at the age of 40, 54 years old, I should say. Rest in peace. Lisa Marie, the great defense attorney, my dear friend of 42 years, Joseph Takapina, back with me on this uh, Friday morning. So not that long ago, Joe Biden, Joe, is on 60 Minutes, and he is just railing about how irresponsible and what a bad guy Trump is for having documents back in Mar-a-Lago. And as Karma would have it, now a couple of months later, we're finding documents that he cannot declassify, by the way, because he's just the vice president at the time, everywhere, all over the place. What do you think about the latest with Joe Biden? Yeah, those those comments by Biden aged well, huh? That that was really (laughs) terrific. I mean, I, I remember him, the outrage. The, the squinting of the eyes, if you could squint them any more than he squints them when he normally has a straight face because his forehead doesn't move. When, when the squinting of the eyes when he was when he was appalled and disgusted by those classified documents being in Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago, by the way, which is as secure as like, probably the White House. Right. I mean, I was there. There are Secret Service agents everywhere. I mean, it's like – I mean, that, that is like a, a – a, a, high secure castle i mean you can't do anything in there it's a fortress like a garage yeah. a garage with his corvette you know that opens and closes and they look like boxes of of garbage in the back of the corvette <laughs> i mean they, 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 those comments age really really well and that's you know when you when you think about it the difference between the two scenarios look the mar-a-lago documents were not documents of high high level importance and national security issues they were not i mean that's been been determined um it's a completely different story with what they've set, seen so far, what I've heard so far about the Biden documents. And, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. Not, not only were they in Joe Biden's garage, but he, he, by the way, I don't know if you saw his response to that yesterday. He kept pointing out that, yeah, they were next to my Corvette. They were next to my Corvette. <laughs> as if the Corvette 
protected sure, him. Sure yeah. Security measure. <laughs> like, like, yeah, but my Corvette was there. I mean, and, and then of course in the university office at the the Penn Biden Center, you know, a university by the way accepts donations from communist China, and and that's where the other classified documents were in a in a university office. I mean, unbelievable. Boy, yeah, boy, yeah. oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. You know? And so here's the story now. There's a special counsel appointed, right? And 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 Biden's defense attorney or his counsel came up and said basically that the documents were inadvertently misplaced. Well, you know, bad news. That's not a defense to a charge of mishandling classified Right, and not only the, that's it's not a defense. I have one other question for you. Bill O'Reilly said this morning uh, in his uh, morning message, you're right, that's not a defense. And he said, well, wait a second. How can you possibly further any criminal charges for Donald Trump if this guy's doing oh, no, the no, same no, thing? No, 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 no. Donald Trump had a very good day yesterday or the day before, whenever they found these. I mean, that, that was basically an, a, 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 an insulation of any notion that there's going to be criminal charges in the Mar-a-Lago case, in my, in my opinion. I mean, two separate independent prosecutors, but how ridiculous would it be if the Biden-run Justice Department charged the political opponent of the current president who right. runs the Justice Department and, and didn't charge him when – his information and his the, the facts surrounding those classified documents appear to be much more egregious. And again, when you have his attorney say, look, for a conviction, federal law requires that the prosecutors have to establish that the defendant was grossly negligent, right? His lawyer said he, mis- he inadvertently misplaced them. Please. That's gross negligence. I mean, there's no need to prove that the accused was trying to harm America. Right. Just that, that he was entrusted with classified information and carelessly or recklessly, you know, disregard the standards for safeguarding it. So it, it doesn't even appear that they're challenging that. Mm. I mean, the locations that they were kept in were unauthorized, unsecure, and he failed to keep track of them. Don't forget, this is when he was vice president. Mm. So this is well, about years and years ago. It's 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 really unbelievable um, then, then, that this this happened. It's, it's, it's karma. I also think this was someone inside the Democratic Party trying to put down Joe Biden. Oh, there's no doubt. They were trying to get rid of him, and somebody set him up, and I love it. The Attorney General Merrick Garland finally made a statement yesterday, and he put this special counsel on this. Uh, I, I received something this morning from somebody who said this guy Robert Hur, he uh, he worked with or was close with with Rod Rosenstein. That goes back to the Obama administration. So you know the the real detractors are saying this special counsel has ties all over the Democratic Party and ties specifically to people who worked with Biden in that administration. Can you speak on that or not, Willie? Now, I, you know, I really can't. I have to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Look, he's a former federal prosecutor. Um, there's the, the everyone comes from somewhere. Everyone's aligned to some party or another. Everyone. But you know, the whole point when you're a judge, when you're a prosecutor, you know, that stuff has to be laid aside it has to it has to and 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 you know this guy has a distinguished record as a, a prosecutor federal prosecutor and i don't think we could say okay he's a pawn or he's let's see him do his work first let's see where okay. he goes um and, and let's give him the benefit of the doubt before we start you know tainting him. so my prediction is the donald trump mar-a-lago thing goes nowhere the joe biden uh case here with these documents goes nowhere, and at the end of the day, there's a lot of legal work and some really good legal work from some really great attorneys, but I don't believe, and I could be wrong, I don't believe either one of these guys will suffer 
from this document situation. That's my opinion. I, I think that's I think that's right. I mean, I look if, if anyone, and, and I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm pro one or pro the other or anything like that. I'm just I'm not. I try to call it like I see it. The Biden situation is much more egregious. It, it's longer. It's he's had these documents when he was private citizen. He was vice president. He didn't even have the authority to declassify them. They were in a garage. It looked like a, a pile of garbage. All that and much and, and, and potentially much more much more sensitive documents. Okay. That being said. And not indicting a sitting president on right. federal no way. criminal offenses. Come no on, way. who are we right. kidding? Who yeah. are we kidding? Yeah. I know, I agree. Uh, one more quickly, Joe, another amazing appearance. I do want to get to this story about Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg offering the sweetheart oh, plea deal. Uh, listen, you've been around a lot of DAs, AGs. I was one. <laughs> That's right, you were one. Uh, fair to say that Alvin Bragg, anti-Semite, racist, all these things aside, is he the worst DA you've ever seen in the history of your profession? I, you know, I, I don't know if I could say that yet. I mean, there's still time to go, but it's just, you know, these self-inflicted wounds that he's committing. The first thing he did wrong, and I've spoke to a lot of prosecutors from that office, was that memo that, you know, here's the, the lay of the land memo, New World Order memo, his first day in office, which basically said, everyone gets a pass. You know, we're going we're gonna to let the, the prison doors open. I mean, that was the worst look ever. And he's tried to come back from that. It's hard to come back from that. And then when you have a situation like this case with this with this brutal anti-Semitic beating of a Jewish man in Midtown, you, you, it makes you sick, sick, because this guy was a obviously an anti-Semite. He was a Muslim with a big Palestine T-shirt on who went there to attack Jews because it was a pro-Israel rally near Broadway and 49th, remember, Sid? He went yep. there with other, other you know, uh, anti-Semites, you know, three men from Staten Island, Muhammad Musa and all these other guys, Fassad Azal, Muhammad something. And, and you know, these guys clearly went there with hate in their mind and an agenda, and they pummeled this this poor, thin little guy. Mm. And it's disgusting mm. to me. And I look, I'm a criminal defense lawyer. I want everyone to get the benefit of the doubt. I want to try and get the best deals possible. But the, the notion that this guy is getting a six-month <laughs> plea deal when, when he brutally attacked, it was part of a brutal attack on someone who was defenseless, and he did it because of, 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 of hate. I mean, it's a hate crime. Okay, so, so you know, these assaults are not just typical assaults. It's not like, you know, you and I in a bar and we got into a fight with some other guys because they pushed us to spill the beer. Hate crimes are treated differently. Gang assaults, which is also us, are treated differently. These are things that people spend, you know, multiple years upstate for. Rightfully so, by the way, because they're mm. crimes, and, and we want to discourage that. This guy, and don't forget at his arraignment, do you remember what he said? Sid? I don't know if he no, he, he said, I'll, "I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again." He said, he, "He said, I hope." All, I, he, he said, arrested. "Yep." He said, "I hope Hamas kills all the Jews." He said that too. So I got it. it, it, it and, and so he's getting six months. It's, 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 mm. I just don't even know how it's justified. I just don't want yeah. because he was the sixth guy in or something. I mean, that, oh, was, please. that was the DA's office. He was the sixth guy in. Oh, so he was a coward. So he came when a guy was already down, he started kicking him when he was the sixth guy in. I mean, what? I mean, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's disgusting and sends the absolute wrong message. And in a, the climate that we have in New York City where everyone is so concerned about safety in the streets and crime, when you have a hate crime that's being treated like, uh, you know, a misdemeanor bar fight, it's horrible. It's really yep. horrible. And it continues. Heshi Ogenbaum sends me this from the Jewish Voice. Jewish woman slapped by lamping teens after entering Crown Heights store. Joe Takapina, great as always. Congratulations on your visit to uh, President Trump in Mar-a-Lago this week. I imagine we'll get some news on that down the road. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. You're always fantastic. I love you, buddy. Thank you. Okay, brother. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. 